0: Go, Chris.
1: Goodbye, my friend, it's hard to die.
0: when all the birds are singing in the sky. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen of the internet. Welcome to the podcast, Love the Graps. My name's Chris. I am on the line with Alan. Hello. That's that's a cheerful Alan Boone on the other side of Northampton. Yeah, it's not been Um, a good day, mate. No, no, you were telling me about it. Maybe maybe we'll touch on that, but we don't want to wallow too much. No,
1: we'll we'll leave Uh, that to the end.
0: Yeah, Um, but uh, we are hooking up via Skype. Um, The internet has bestowed upon us one of its (laughs) greatest gifts the gift of communication, and it allows us to do podcasts when um, travelling isn't so easy.
1: Yeah, I might have mentioned this Uh, before, but I used to think that it was Sky P.E., that it was invented by by Sky. Sky's
0: physical education. I don't don't know what the P.E. would
1: have stood for, but, um, Mm. yeah. Public enemy? I just assumed that it was a Sky product.
0: I don't know what Skype is supposed to mean. I like I like that sort of. There's a there's a trend, isn't there, to just nonsense words and sounds because then you get the URL that you want. Yeah. Um, but I think it's gone too far now. Right. Um, I had a really good example, but it's out of my brain now. Yeah. But yeah, so like it'd just be like, Clong, the new furniture store online. That's Klong, K O L, O N G. Klong.
1: I also think you can um, tell a good sci-fi writer by the way that they name their companies and products. If they are quite abstract, I think that's quite good. But if they do, if they like invent a uh, a chicken restaurant in the future, that's Futuro Chicken, and you know, yeah. it deliberately has like the word of what it does in the name then I think they're very poor. I mean, there are other ways of telling what's a good and bad sci-fi writer.
0: Probably, very poor.
1: Probably more important
0: ways. But, um, but
1: that's just uh, one of the ones that I use.
0: I think you can you can take as many arbitrary markers as you like to make your decisions yeah. whether you enjoy something or not. That, I mean, that's pretty much the theme of this podcast. Theme, I mean, it really is. It? Yeah. Um, but um, it is Monday, Monday evening. It's rainy, isn't it? And it, is, it is a bit, it is a bit. Yeah. Um, had to get my umbrella out. Um, and we're kind of doing our little semi-traditional debrief um, post-good wrestling show. Yeah. Podcast. Yeah. Um, so we had a show on Saturday, um, and we're going to chat about that. But before we get to that, I was thinking we could have a little chat about um, your activities this weekend. Yeah. Um, outside of coming to... To good, um, but you went to Cadbury World yesterday.
1: Yeah, we talk a lot about food on this podcast, we we perhaps really some, so much recently, but um, yeah, I mean, anyone would look at us, then you would know that food plays a big part in our lives. <laughs> um, actually, I mean, Chris and I are on very strict diets, we've just got very slow metabolisms on it.
0: Yeah, just big boned.
1: Yeah, that's what we are, big yeah, wobbly yeah. bones. Um, but yeah, I went to Cadbury World yesterday, um, never been, yeah. I thought, yeah. do you know what? take the family we'll go for a day out we uh, went with another family or we met another family there i mean there were lots yep. of other families there it wasn't just two families that would be ridiculous we're not royal well, or to,
0: anything yeah have the have the place closed down so you yeah. have your own private tour um
1: but no we went there room. and um yeah do you know what i enjoyed it but
0: yeah
1: have i i can't remember what i've talked about in this podcast because we've done hundreds and hundreds and thousands of millions of episodes yeah but I think i've spoken to you about it, but i don 't know if I've ever mentioned about the weirdness of m and m s world in london
0: mm. yeah i think we've had a chat about this
1: yeah so m m 's world is really weird, but at least m and m 's has got something to hang it on it's got those little characters, even yeah. if it does make the green one sexy is that right I, I i don't know if it's right to have a yeah. sexy m&m it's not good is it
0: well there's there's one of those m&m adverts where um one of the m&ms is in bed with a human woman yeah he thinks he's going to have sex like, with her yeah he's like and she like is plant. they're under the impression that they're going to have sexual intercourse yeah the well M&M one of them is have have and the other one's the hiding in the cupboard it, p- p- presumably masturbating yeah um, and then he's going to get eaten, so the, the the plan is scuppered. But weird, weird characters. Yeah.
1: Um, so Cadbury World, it's like they haven't even got that to hang it on. Well, so, of course,
0: they had a sexy chocolate mascot for well, quite a while. Didn't so they? what
1: they've done is, as you go round, um, and there are various bits to the tour, um, you have some of the characters. Mm-hmm. Now they've got Fredo the Frog. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely fine. Do you know, I'm, I'm down with Fredo the Frog. I mean, it's a
0: chocolate shaped like a frog. That's a yeah.
1: character. Yeah, and his name's Freddo. It's fine. Yeah, they've got the Cadbury's Caramel Bunny.
0: Yep, sexy as hell.
1: Yep, yeah, but has Miriam no Margulies.
0: Name. She's right? just
1: the Cadbury's Car- Caramel Bunny.
0: Yeah,
1: um, I remember her being very West Country back in the, uh, well, the old adverts.
0: It is um, Miriam Margulies. All oh, right. It? Yeah. Yeah. Very
1: sexy it's, woman. It's not...
0: I mean, not, but she, you know, she's got a voice. Yes. And and it's in fact, to... I think there
1: is a, a film or a short film where I think it might be her and Bob Hoskins. that They play right. kind of porn voiceover people.
0: OK, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that sounds right.
1: Yeah. if I mean, if that isn't a film, then feel free to make it. Um, Bob oh. Hoskins dead now?
0: Yeah, I think he died. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we'd struggle with that then, wouldn't
0: we? I think he died. Yeah. Yeah, let's say yes. Let's say he's he, looks dead. Like he, he looks like he probably should be dead. Yeah,
1: um, add that to the Love the to Wikipedia. Bob Hoskins yeah. is dead. That's, yep. that's canon. Um, so Confirmed. yeah, they've got that. And then they've got the, the mini-eggs parrot.
0: Okay, yeah. I mean, not a particularly famous character. Probably quite short-lived, actually. Yep.
1: Just referred to as the parrot. They haven't yep. even given him a name. Yep. And then to tack on to the end, do you remember that? Advert with the Phil Collins music,
0: with the gorilla, the drumming
1: gorilla. Yeah, they've got the drumming gorilla.
0: Okay, sure. I and, mean, that was quite a big hit for them, wasn't well, it? I yeah,
1: um, but these are the characters that they're hanging their their kind of theme park around.
0: Mm.
1: Um, the, the, it was a lot of fun. We got a lot of free chocolate.
0: Yeah,
1: um, there was a really nice bit where I could see the chocolate bars of my childhood. Um, including the Spira bar. Did you ever have a Spira?
0: Doesn't ring a bell. Yeah, Spira was kind of um,
1: twisted in a way. It's kind of small sticks of chocolate twisted together. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Um, I could only ever get them when I went up north. I couldn't even get them in Bradford. Mm. I don't know what it's the deal cause was. because they about. were
0: accidents. They were? They were accidents. All right. Yeah. So they were sold to the Northerners. And actually.
1: they just thought. Bradford's had it tough with the Yorkshire Ripper. Yeah. Give him a new chocolate bar. Yeah. Yeah, I was on the lookout for the Orange Twirl. Apparently it doesn't launch till today. Right. Um, okay. So I was very disappointed about that. Um but yeah, it's I'd go. If you like chocolate, I'd go. If you don't like chocolate, it's the worst place you could ever go. Um <laughs> don't go there. But if you like chocolate, go. Go and have a laugh. Go have
0: and have a, walk a laugh. round. Yeah. The, the thing about the characters, it's, it's do you need the characters do you think like if i go to walton towers or something yeah i'm not there to engage with the character there's no characters i'm going there to have fun with well no i mean they've got big rides but i guess uh, you know the um cadbury equivalent of the rides is pointing at a chocolate bar
1: (laughs) yeah they've also got some other little characters which are Mm. um cocoa beans and,
0: oh, that feels like it could be dangerously racist.
1: Well, they're kind of, they're introduced after you've just learned that to make chocolate, they smash up the cocoa
0: beans. Okay.
1: Which seems a bit foolish to me. It's kind of like, yeah, let's smash up some cocoa. Oh, by the way, here are those same cocoa beans as cuddly <laughs> they're, mascots.
0: They're at risk.
1: Yeah. These yeah, ones were rescued.
0: Yeah. Don't don't fall in love with them too much, children. Yeah. Because they will be destroyed. But
1: I now know how chocolate is made. Yeah. So I'm I'm going to start making my own.
0: Okay, uh, it yeah, starts in Ghana. You
1: have to go to Ghana.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: yeah. Specifically Ghana. That's what they said.
0: So, Specifically Ghana.
1: Yeah. Ghana used to be called the Gold Coast. Yep. Uh, back in the day. It should be called the Chocolate Coast, surely. Well, I
0: think it's named after the Gold Bar Chocolate. Oh, right. Know. Yeah.
1: Was that a Cadbury one? I don't think it was a Cadbury
0: no, one, was no. it? No, no, but I mean, all chocolate.
1: Well, of course, yeah. So we had yeah. some questions about my trip to Cadbury World, didn't
0: we? We had a lot of questions <laughs> about Cadbury World. <laughs> I, I put a post on the Facebook uh, our Facebook group asking for some questions. I said, we're going to do a podcast about the, the good wrestling show on Saturday and also Alan's trip to Cadbury World. Let's have some questions. And the, the Cadbury World questions came flooding in.
1: Well, of course, that's what people are really interested in.
0: No, No, do you know what it is? They're interested in themselves and making stupid jokes (laughs) about chocolate. This isn't about you. This isn't about you, Dave Green.
1: Oh. (laughs) I mean, Dave Green's one.
0: He did try and
1: link the two, so. Yeah, yeah,
0: okay, I'll give him that.
1: Yeah, he did well there. So Martin Bentley uh, asked a question about, have the Americans really ruined Cadbury's chocolate? Mm. Because apparently Cadbury's was taken over by Kraft, Few years ago, they still sell it very much at the uh, at Cadbury World in the the kind of museum type thing as still being run by the Cadbury family. The
0: Cadbury family, they don't start, they're not selling like craft cheese triangles or anything. Oh, that would be great. They should have a cheese triangle world,
1: mate. Let's just have a cheese world.
0: That's France. I'd never
1: leave, never leave. Yeah, but their cheese is horrible.
0: I mean, okay, that's a controversial view. Controversial yeah. view. It stinks, uh, mate. Go, go on, then. Let's have some questions.
1: Yeah, so Bentley asked about whether the Americans had, had ruined. Now, I was thinking about this because there is that talk that they they uh, started putting less milk in or and, and t- made their chocolate taste a bit like vomit. Still tastes mm. like Cadbury chocolate to me, mate. I don't know if that's mission creep. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of like yeah. over the years... It's if you eat Cadbury's, because I don't think a week has gone by in my life where I haven't eaten some Cadbury's chocolate. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I, yeah, I'm...
0: I think I haven't. I haven't noticed any significant difference.
1: No, so maybe it is just it has changed. If you were to eat a, a bar of Cadbury's chocolate from thirty years ago, I mean, one I it know. would be all white and kind of like I manky. Do. I
0: remember there being a particular moment where it was pointed out that the chocolate used for Cadbury's cream eggs was different right. to the chocolate that had been used for all the other Cadbury's. And I do remember that being a thing that I noticed. Yeah, but who
1: can who somebody... can notice what the chocolate is like in a Cadbury's cream egg before you fall into the sugar coma induced well, by the fondue? It's not fondue, that's about <laughs> the cheese world. <laughs> Could you imagine a Cadbury's F- cream egg with fondue
0: in it? Well, actually, it's a fondant, isn't it? Yeah, so, it is a fondant.
1: Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't think, I don't know mine. I really don't know
0: no, I don't think it has been ruined. No. I but... still eat, I eat the shit out of that stuff.
1: Yeah, add that to the Wikipedia. Yeah. Right, um, Ian Hepburn said, are mm-hmm. misshapes the best thing about going to Cadbury's World? Now, I did buy a bag of Miss Shapes. They're sitting in the cupboard. Yeah. I haven't opened them yet. Uh, it's a big old hefty bag you get for your money. Uh, and I'm quite looking forward to uh, dipping in and pulling it out and trying to guess what it was. Uh, before it was okay. misshaped it's also led to me having a pulp earworm for the past two days
0: yeah well it's a good earworm to have well i mean
1: it?
0: yeah i mean it's not the best pulp, so, no but uh... um
1: but yeah uh but... steve hewitt said did i get to see the flake machine i did not get to see the flake machine
0: did you get to see a cream egg car
1: uh no the i saw a leg- picture of a cream egg car oh. um i did get to see a monster truck taxi um, and the taxi was painted with uh, adverts for Cadbury's.
0: That's just a... What? Yeah. No, no, I don't like that.
1: No. I mean, it was... it was. I mean, I couldn't go in it. I couldn't drive it. I mean, I could do with it now. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Um, so, no, I didn't get to see a flake machine. I, I got to see uh, how they temper chocolate and how they uh, make the uh, kind of roses. You know, they fill the, the chocolates with different fillings. Sort yeah. of how they do that. So, yeah, yeah got to that. Got to write my name in chocolate as well. Um, just okay. Out of a squeezy bowl. Um, and then the woman was very adamant that we should not eat the chocolate. Um, wow. Now, I'm, I'm presuming that's for health reasons, given that they were just giving chocolate away.
0: Just, yeah. you
1: know Incidentally that was
0: always... that. So I went to Cadbury World when I was very young. Yeah. When I was a child. And I remember that... You never actually got chocolate that was like fresh off the line. No, it was always like, "Oh, we'll show you how um, this twirl has been made," and then at the end there'd be like a pack, like a bowl of wrapped right twirl pieces that you'd be handed. Yeah, it'd be like, "Okay, cool, but I want, I want to, I, I want it fresh from the uh, teat. Yeah, yeah, I want
1: to put my mouth around the teat. Yeah, and suck it out." Um,
0: no. Health and safety gone mad. It man. really
1: is. Now, as soon as we got there, they they gave us uh, two bars each. Yeah. Um, and then further round, we were given uh, another two bars. Uh, the Jesus. children were given a Freddo uh, as yep. one of their two bars. The adults were given a Boost protein. Oh, okay. I don't know what the deal is with this protein stuff. Apparently, they're they're healthier than than regular uh- chocolate. Right. I don't know. I only ever see them for sale in Sports Direct.
0: Well, this is it. I feel like protein stuff makes me think of bodybuilders and they have to eat loads of food, don't they? Yeah. Like, I don't want to eat something that's been designed to help people who eat loads of food. I mean... That means I'm just eating more calories, right?
1: I could get up every four hours to eat a Mars protein bar. Yeah.
0: Yeah,
1: I could do that. Um, So... Yeah, uh, John Kirby says, what's a good name for a show at Cadbury
0: World? Mm. Um, Truffle Mania.
1: Yeah, I was thinking of uh, Revel Mania. Yeah. Yeah. Revel's uh, not made it, by Cadbury, Revel's so, not so. Cabred, no. No, they they wouldn't be interested in that, would they?
0: And I mean, Truffle is, I mean, I've gone for something quite generic there. Yeah. Um, Ripple Mania. No, again, that's not, um, not Cadbury. No. Mm, no. Whisper Mania? Yeah, I mean, you just just putting Mania on the end of chocolate bars, really, aren't you? That's all That's all wrestling promoters do when they're trying to come up with a name for a show, right? Yeah, when's yours? When's mine? Yeah. Good Mania? Good Mania. Yeah. Um, it's the same night as WrestleMania, mate.
1: Yeah. What about Wrestling Mania?
0: Wrestling Mania? Yeah. Um, that's good. That's a good one, yeah. Yeah. I don't know whether you'd quite avoid the copyright infringement thing that old uh, Jerry McDevitt will come after you with he's the uh, WWE fella, isn't he well that's what happened to russell madness of course yes
1: russell madness uh, was supposed to be russell mania um,
0: with a dog called russell yeah um, well he
1: was a jack russell i
0: can't was even he mem- called russell? I don't know i can't remember his name it seems because i never i would never call a jack russell a russell
1: no i mean like, we... it'd
0: have to be jack russell mania
1: yeah, we we had a, a Jack Russell when I was a kid. First dog I ever had was a Jack Russell. and We call it Rusty. Okay, which a staggering lack of of uh, imagination. Although it was that kind of rusty color, so you know. Okay, it's not too bad. Yeah. Um, Dills, he, he said, what did you like and what didn't you like? Uh, I liked chocolate. Uh, I liked going to Cadbury World. I didn't like my car breaking down on the way home. Yeah, I mean, that's not on like Cadbury.
0: Thing, well, is it? I don't know. Just, I, mean, I mean, you ate all that extra chocolate.
1: Yeah, while I was in there, they may have filled my petrol tank with chocolate. It's kind of mm. japes that parrot gets up to. Yeah. You know, that wacky parrot. There's a 4D cinema thing there.
0: Oh, I hate a 4D cinema. Yeah,
1: and um, so we went on that. Uh, the wife didn't. She didn't like it, uh, so she sat outside um that's fine so me and me and the little one we went in the 4d cinema which i hadn't bothered really it was it was just weird yeah
0: we went on what's it doing just spraying some water and blowing some air in your face
1: blowing air um seats were rocking seats were very comfortable i mean i could do with one at home um but went on a roller coaster made of chocolate in a land of chocolate um, we went up to a hot air balloon, which was piloted by Fredo and the Cadbury's Caramel Bunny, um, yeah. and the parrot. Um, he he, sat on the lever, which made us fall back out and oh, plummet.
0: What a fucking dickhead! Yeah, he's
1: just out of control, mate. And he yeah. he just kept spraying mini eggs at us, presumably oh. from his anus. Oh just, no! Yeah, because that's how eggs work, I think, isn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or is it a cloaca? What? Yeah, so it's a it is it is anus and um, birthing canal in one. Wow. So wow. As far as I'm aware.
1: Yeah, um, and then let's do one last question, and this will lead us into mm-hmm. your side of it, um, and that's Dave Green's question um, that he asked: uh, what chocolate would be uh, the way to describe Bino, uh, former? good grand prize holder uh what Mm -hmm. chocolate would be the way to describe his tan um crunchy ah
0: or at least like the inside of a crunchy
1: yeah someone someone on the thread
0: answered it people are answering these questions i don't know why um because they think they're funny don't they yeah those people they think they're so great well if you're so great why don't you upload your own podcast well simon ball just gave a fact which yeah. I, I do like, but yeah. you
1: know, we're the ones who give the facts and then ask Jan Buxton to, to clarify <laughs> them. But That's Simon true. Ball did say that uh, most of the chocolate's made in Sheffield now, not Birmingham. But they didn't mm. tell us that on the tour.
0: Uh, was there nobody, Yeah, I mean, you want to keep that under your hat, don't you? Yeah, They, they, they told they us that, that the uh, chocolates the, coming from the
1: first step is a place in... Uh, it looked to be, because it was just a, a, a spot on the map, uh, sort of North Wales, Cheshire area called Chirk sounds just made up to me.
0: That does sound made up, yeah. Chirk,
1: yeah. But someone on the board answered it with Caramac, which is, is the official answer. It's that's what Color tan is, it's no, Caramac.
0: Caramac's too pale, is it? Yeah, yeah, Caramac's like a faded tan,
1: yeah. I think we went, yeah. we, did we have Caramac's on this podcast at some point? I think we did, I didn't think
0: we? we've talked Caramac's, yeah,
1: yeah. It's, yeah, we've done, we've done Caramax. So we've let's, talk, that. let's talk about your show. Enough yeah. about my adventures in Bourneville, um, <laughs> which is a real place. And yeah. oh, just one last thing. Um, we sat down uh, and we we were given, they called it a theatre show. It wasn't a theatre show. It's just like basically a, an instructional film about the history of Cadbury. And uh, they mentioned how they moved the factory out into the countryside and then mm-hmm. built a village around it for the workers to live in, which is a very nice thing to do. You it's lovely. Uh, and they named it Bourneville. And he said that was after the stream, the Bourne. And then the, the guy kind of adopted a really weird tone of voice and a bit of a weird look on his face and went, and the fashion for naming things after French things at the time. <laughs> and it was just like, whoa. Whoa.
0: Well- Whoa. Well, I mean, Cadbury World is a very English <coughs> attraction, isn't it? Yeah. Um, it would not surprise me that the if you were to correlate between visitors and Brexit voters.
1: Are you saying that George Cadbury was a racist?
0: <sighs> I don't know. I mean, that thing about the cocoa beans. Well, uh, yeah, like being exterminated.
1: Well, the guy talking about it did have a piss hat on, so. Yeah, you know a piss helmet is is anyway hunter, um yeah. yeah you did a show
0: yeah we did a wrestling show um it was on saturday yeah um it was called be average to each other
1: where did you get that title um, from
0: chris uh it is the name of a song by the band mccluskey how many well know how
1: many songs did they do
0: they did a lot of songs
1: yeah, yeah. Are, are you um, are you gonna go down the all music list
0: No, no, because some of them, some of them just would be rubbish. Yeah. Um, I don't think that anybody's interested in a show called Alan is a Cowboy Killer.
1: Oh, everyone would be up for that. mate. (laughs) Um... Everyone would. And when you say no one would be interested in shitty titles, I mean, there are some companies in the UK that are all over that shit.
0: Yeah, I don't think anybody is interested in a show called KK Kitchens. Well,
1: again, um, you say that, but uh, which that's... is
0: actually about a real place in um, in Cardiff, a kitchen uh, showroom and but... installation shop, which was called KK Kitchens. Yeah, those
1: initials progress will be all over that,
0: mate. <laughs> yeah, they would. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, so yeah, so it was good. Seventeen, wasn't it?
0: That's right. The seventeenth iteration yeah, of the 17th. wrestling show. Yeah,
1: seventeenth. Eighteenth show. Coming up, no, because didn't you do good stock? Was two shows, or
0: was, yeah, no, but that was 15 and 16. Was it?
1: Oh yeah. man, I'm, I completely missed that. Yeah, they just blend into one another. They're all so similar. Your shows,
0: <laughs> no, they really are, aren't they? Yeah, same people, yeah, same uh, venue. Oh, so same um, announcer. It's you, you went
1: public with the fact that you had a bloody nightmare with this show, um, and we got a question. Uh, from Steve Hewitt, he said, Mm -hmm. what happened on Friday? So that kind of sums up basically. What happened on Friday. Yeah. So do you want to just explain um, what happened that threatened to derail the show until you just threw it in the bin and started again?
0: Well, okay. So we'd had a number of incidents Um, in the run-up to the show, in the run-up to the weekend of the show, um, which had meant we'd had to make a bunch of adjustments. Um, I think some of them are quite public, so I'm I'm not too uh, fussed about talking about those. Um, Some of them less so. But, um, uh, for instance, uh, we had already had to change uh, Mike Bailey's match on the show. Um, Mike Bird was supposed to be um, having his third match with Speedball Mike Bailey. Um, but he uh, decided that he wanted to go see uh, Drag Act Bianca Del Rio. I mean, she's instead. a big, big thing
1: in Drag. I here?
0: It didn't get a very good review on the Guardian website. Today, well, I tell you that that's his fault, then, isn't it? Um, but uh, uh, you know, I it's one of these things where I don't begrudge people having you know things where they are otherwise engaged. No, um, I think like I take it as it comes. You know, um, I, I kind of gauge it on how contrite people are and whether I feel like they're genuinely taking the piss out of me.
1: Yeah, and and he did give you plenty of notice. And it's not like he turned up on, you know, a Hope show that night. You know what I mean? So sometimes yeah. you, you've just got to think, it's fine. We're all do, human beings. I mean,
0: Southside.
1: Sometimes, uh people want to go and see a man dressed as a woman. Um, yeah.
0: Um, so, so we'd lost Mike Bailey, that uh, Mike Bird, that wasn't the end of the world. We kind of shifted some things around. Um, also unannounced for the show at the point that this happened. Um, Spike Trevey was supposed to be on the show. Yeah. Um, that was He was scheduled to be a part of the show. Um, unfortunately he's broken his arm. So he is out for, for a good while. Um, and then as we got closer to the day, um, we knew that we weren't going to have Gene Money on the card. Um, and the plans around that didn't really come together. Yeah. Um, and then at the last minute, um, there was somebody else actually. Somebody else. Uh, it's not public, so I won't. And they hadn't been announced for the card. But um, uh, they um, double booked themselves. Um with a non-wrestling activity, uh, their day job. Uh, you could probably work out who it is, actually. <laughs> if you really went through our roster, um, you could probably work it out. Um, but they uh, were unable to do the show, so that meant changing more stuff around. Um, and then uh, the day before the show, we found out that uh, Bino, our champion, the good grand prize holder, um, had a neck injury and he wasn't going to be able to to compete yeah um, honestly like i'm glad that he was mature and respons- responsible enough to make that decision yeah because um he'd wrestled on chaos the weekend before um already having injured himself the the week prior to that i think um was it walter and um, Adam Adam it, made mention that it was Walter Ad, Adam joked that it was Walter but I, I think it was over the weekend that he was involved with WWE for the NXT UK shows um, I don't think it was Walter himself necessarily, but what, I have no idea
1: but what you're saying is that WWE UK are trying to run you out of business
0: <laughs> yeah they've been trying for a while Yeah. Um, uh, but he, yeah he'd, he'd worked the chaos show and I think some people at the chaos show told him you shouldn't be working and i said to him myself because obviously he was there on saturday i said to him i'm glad that somebody sat you down and had that conversation with you because you don't want to be out there hurting yourself just look after yourself if you've got a neck issue look after it
1: well i mean the thing is like aside from the fact that as human beings we shouldn't be throwing ourselves on our necks if our necks are hurting um bino's a young lad good looking lad got a good body uh is very good in the ring everything's there for him to make a living at doing this and you're not going to do that if with the greatest respect you re-damage your neck in front of 100 people in milton Keynes. so it is very sensible and you are a grown-up yourself and do you know what i mean you 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 want the best for him so absolutely yeah
0: yeah i'm not you know I'm, I'm not asking anybody to go out there and hurt themselves
1: I mean, like, if they I'm want not...
0: to then that's fine
1: but you're not um, asking not,
0: but but no i'm not what i mean is i'm I'm not asking I, I will never ask somebody to put themselves into a situation that they're not comfortable with
1: so you wouldn't book them with um, danny duggan
0: well that's another conversation <laughs> for a previous podcast yeah um so all of that came together and put us in a situation where we'd lost our main event. We'd lost the announced Chris Brooks Gene Money match. Yeah. Um, we'd already kind of behind the eight ball with some of the stuff we hadn't announced, um, and and we had plans. Um, you know, if if Bino could have competed, like we would have had stuff we could do. Um, for everything else. But yeah. we, with that having happened, we decided to throw the whole thing out and start from scratch. <laughs> so Adam and I spent Friday um, rewriting the whole show.
1: Yeah, so what you came up with, for those of you who weren't there and are going to no doubt rush out and watch it on VOD when it drops, um, you came up with a gimmick of a mystery show. Yeah, but more than that, it was uh, a mystery show where, um, and I, I assume this was kayfabe, uh, mm-hmm. the wrestlers themselves didn't know what they were going to do until they got in the ring.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah,
1: and you yeah. you uh, transmitted what they were going to do to them uh, by the medium of instruction in envelope.
0: Yes, so we had a, a bunch of envelopes, um, one for each person who'd been announced for the card. Yeah. Um, and inside each envelope was a stipulation for their match
1: yeah um and adam sort of threw out some of the stipulations you'd rejected i i did expect to see more of the stupid ideas that i'd given you for matches amongst yeah. amongst those throwaways yeah
0: but they're not always they they we haven't got like 25 minutes to explain <laughs> every single one
1: well I, I was just thinking i can only think that uh next year's uh, mystery show we'll we'll see a lot of them there so yeah, yeah. You know, because it, it will take some time to build to some of my more elaborate ideas.
0: Um, yeah, feel like it will take time to physically build some of them. Yes, um,
1: yes. I mean, you threw out, threw out Hell
0: in a Cell. Yeah. Um,
1: because I, I presume you just didn't have time to build the, the cell.
0: Well, I think you could actually look at the room that the Crawford has given us and say that that is a cell. Yeah. We're all ready. We're all inside a Hell in a Cell yeah
1: by god that would be terrible it's like
0: go- <laughs> it is like going to a uh, wwe show and all the crowd have to stand inside the hell itself. Yeah.
1: well it's a shame like the 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 crawford doesn't have windows because we could do yeah. like they do a gato move and so the whole crowd just goes outside and looks or through the windows through. yeah as some men half naked men uh <laughs> writhe around inside
0: yeah it's got a peep show vibe isn't yeah.
1: it? yeah yeah um so yeah so you did that um And uh, everyone had an envelope, including Bino.
0: Yeah. Are we going to go through it all blow by blow? No, No. but do you want to just? I feel that
1: it's it's apposite to mention that uh, something did happen at the beginning of the show.
0: Yeah. So Bino came out and uh, spoke to the audience, Uh, say he was sorry. Sorry, I'm sorry. I can't. Um, this is uh, my Bino impression. I'm sorry, I can't be wrestling. That's terrible. Um, That's terrible. Don't, don't. I wasn't even trying to do a Welsh accent. It was a, it Um, was a bad
1: night for accents. I will say on uh, on Saturday (laughs) night. I thought
0: Speedball did all right, actually. Really? Well, what what part of India is Shrek from? I mean, what? Well, uh, Shrek is an imaginary creature. Well, of course, yes. It's from a swamp.
1: There's Um, one one thing I want to ask you. Yeah. About this is that Bino came out and spoke to the crowd. Yeah. And then he left and then he came back and mentioned, Oh, have I got an envelope now? Did, did he like the last time that you did something like this with Bino? And I realized that I'm like hanging him out to dry hair. Did he forget?
0: I I'm not a hundred percent sure. <laughs> like I really hope he didn't forget. Cause obviously that was the whole purpose of him being out there. <laughs> Um, and actually, last time it wasn't him forgetting it was Adam not being able to communicate it all properly right, so okay,
1: um sorry, bino uh
0: yeah, I think he was just playing up the drama of the situation. <laughs> I want to give him that, I want to give him that, um, yeah. so bino had noticed that we had an envelope with his name on it, um, yeah. and he asked to see it, yeah, opened it up, and read the contents now what maybe he didn't understand was if you, as soon as the contents of that um envelope has been read it then becomes legally binding right um that's in his his so contract is it that's in the good wrestling contract yeah yeah um if you if you read <laughs> if you read a bit of paper with a stipulation on in the ring that has been taken out of an envelope handed to you by adam then you have to abide I mean, that's, that's, that's the
1: general principle of law anyway.
0: Yeah. So he opened it up and it said uh, you have to wrestle the first person who gets in the ring right now. Yeah. So he was a little bit shocked. Yeah. Because he wasn't there to wrestle.
1: No, he was injured.
0: Mm-hmm. He was injured. Yeah. Um. So what happened next? Yeah. Go on. What happened next, well, Alan? Well, Chris Brooks got in the
1: ring and yeah. uh, hit the death by roll-up, otherwise known yeah. as a roll up um yeah. and at that point Hugh called for the bell and then counted so the match actually lasted 3 seconds yeah um because the the the, the roll up move was done before the bell um yeah. so I, th- I think if you've got var uh, Bino's got a case there but you know i think it might be too late now um everyone's gone home you know i don't think you can call var back after that can you
0: no i guess not but then no. Is that any worse than somebody like getting clocked with a steel chair before the bell?
1: Well, the bell
0: ringing. And I guess then you're getting not. Getting on with it. I guess not.
1: But I mean, you know, I just, I just want to say, I feel sorry for Dino here. You know what I mean? Yeah. I but think um,
0: that's fair.
1: but yeah. So Chris Brooks is is now your champion. Um, so, I, it's up to you whether you want to answer this question. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't even remember who asked it. Um, but I won't ask kind of the full question because. It might sort of give other stuff away. But was Bino always supposed to lose the title on Saturday? Or would you rather not answer that?
0: Um Yeah, I don't think I can really answer that. Yeah. Um our plan wasn't originally for Chris Brooks to win the title at the beginning of the show, I can tell you that much. No. It did work um, though. It it really worked.
1: And yeah. and led to Chris Brooks dropping uh, the format of this this podcast into a post-match
0: promo oh uh, god i wish we, i wish he hadn't mentioned that i don't want to give him <laughs> i don't want to give him like that oxygen of um of acknowledging that um but yeah he did he did do a rick flair promo um after having won the uh the won the good wrestling grand prize um which i assume is actually the highest honor that he's ever achieved yes in wrestling, although he, um, I've
1: got to admit, I, I did, I did like his turn of phrase when uh, he said that the the title didn't really mean, mean anything to him, and he'd worked bigger shows on the midweek. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I quite liked the, the, the turn of phrase on the midweek.
0: Yeah, yeah, isn't he isn't he funny?
1: He is, he's a funny man. He's an absolute yeah. dick. Uh but yeah. he's funny when he's being a dick. So other stuff <laughs> happened. Other people came out and they got their envelopes. Um yeah. Warren Banks for uh Brendan. Uh, Brendan right, White. Yeah. Uh, Brendan White looked very good in his match. Like seeing Brendan White from the the cowboy Bronco. Yeah, um now, again Alan I mean, he's still
0: kind of Alan, the him. cowboy
1: killer um yeah. from the cowboy to kind of what he is now um he's come so far he he looks confident in the ring um and he, he looks i i was a bit wary when you put him in bad with uh, jade and um the other fella um yeah. because he didn't seem to fit but he totally fits now um it was it was almost a kind of um you know, when we talked about Schadenfreude, would Chris Brooks really be mates with Walter type thing? It's like, would, <laughs> would Jade really be mates with Brendan White? But, I'm still
0: not convinced that Chris Brooks would be mates with Walter. No, of
1: course not. Walter well, wouldn't have no. a bar at that. Um, no. But he's really made it work. And uh, same with Warren Banks. Like, Warren Banks came in, uh, debuted in a scramble, and then did some stuff in a tag team with Anthony Mafia, uh, broke out of that, and is a potential future good champion, I think. I think both of those guys are potential future good grand prize holders. Um, So they had a match. Um, The stipulation was to face uh, blank the good grand prize holder at the next show, and Adam wrote in Chris Brooks. Yeah. Um, So uh, Ashley Clements has actually asked, uh, because Warren Banks won that match, um, Mm -hmm. is it going to be Warren Banks versus Charlie Evans at the next show? um, Or does, does Adam's bit of bit of and I saw his handwriting it's terrible um Adam's bit of uh I
0: mean he was under pressure okay uh, I mean there's also my handwriting on there which is also really bad well you know so...
1: you East boys just need to uh up your penmanship
0: yes we do yeah, yeah. Um, um, so is it going to be Warren versus Charlie in November well I think there is a wrinkle in there that might need to play out um I'm, I'm, I won't play our hand no. too quickly um but uh I mean, there is news out there that may <laughs> kind of tip the balance or at least tip you off on, on what, what, what may be happening.
1: This is where the um, indie darlings need to still be around so you can get this kind of hot news gossip um, alongside the snark of this, this podcast. If only yeah. it wasn't far too much work to do.
0: Yeah, I mean, you put in way too much effort for what was essentially a waste of time. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, there will be a main event for the next show, yeah, well, I mean, that's good, I mean, yeah. um, and Warren Banks has got a bit of paper that says he's in it, yeah, so, yeah, let's say that he will be in it let's say, let's confirm right now that Warren Banks will be in the main event of the next show, okay,
1: that's a scoop, people yeah. we've outscooped scoops Hamilton. Uh, and there's a scoop for the podcast so I I mentioned uh, that it will be Warren against Charlie Mm -hmm. Um, so that's Charlie Evans of course Uh, so yeah something else happened at the end of the show yeah you want to skip to the end well I mean we can go back because there's there's one other bit that I I feel that um, or at least a couple of other bits that I want to talk about but I think lots of what people have talked about is about the the match at the end of the show Um, and so Charlie Evans was supposed to be in the main event against Bino for yep. the grand prize. Um, Chris Brooks had uh, won the grand prize earlier, declared himself done for the night. Yeah. Charlie Evans came out, um, and Adams Adams still had two envelopes because yeah. Chris Brooks hadn't opened his envelope.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, so yeah. <laughs> uh, so then Charlie Evans uh, said open Chris Brooks' envelope, cross out what it says, write down fucking deathmatch for the good grand prize. Yes. Um, Which Adam did, you know, because if Charlie Evans comes out wielding a turnbuckle, um, is that the same turnbuckle that she attacked Millie McKenzie with at uh, Fight Club Pro all that
0: time ago? I mean, I couldn't say, but she did. um, She was carrying it with her all day. Right. um, Like a safety blanket. Yeah.
1: Um, And then um, because it's written on a piece of paper, that Adam has has, has got and has given out. Chris Brooks had no choice but to acquiesce and Charlie
0: Evans got a death match. That's right. That's right. She did. Yeah. So she, she's been petitioning for a death match on the, on the internet for quite a while now. Yes. Um, Desperate for
1: one. Gagging for it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, and then then uh, and then she gets one eventually um, yeah. at at good wrestling of all places now
1: you were adamant that you would never do this yeah you like the the amount of times that i said come on come on and you were just like no no way there's absolutely yeah. no way and then you went and did it
0: yeah it's amazing what a little bit of pressure can do to you <laughs> um yeah, we we felt like let's. I mean, so we're doing the mystery show. Things have already been a little bit bonkers on the show already. Um, and we figured, do you know what? Fuck it, let's do it. Let's uh, give Charlie Evans what she wants. Yeah. Um, which actually, <laughs> when um, when I did tell her she, we were doing this, she was like, "Oh, really." Uh, (laughs)
1: you called her bluff
0: I was joking Um, but god bless her she went out there and she she bloody did it she's a professional mate she bloody well did it yeah
1: and who better Um, to do it with than Chris Brooks if you're gonna have your first time Chris Brooks is a man to have your first time with
0: uh, that's weird phrasing but yeah (laughs) um yeah and uh and, and they went out and they did a stupid death match um and, uh, you know, wasn't the most extreme deathmatch you'll ever see. No. There were no scissors involved. No, there was, there was no, no pizza cutter. No, no. I mean, is that the mark of an extreme deathmatch? I think so. There was no syringe. No, there was no syringe. No. Yeah. Um, but they did loads of stupid stuff. Yeah, we had the skewers. Um,
1: we had yeah. the drawing pins.
0: Yeah. Uh, we
1: had light tubes. Yeah. Um, we had a, a piece of wood.
0: Yeah, a single piece a single of
1: wood. single piece of wood, still with um, the uh, the sticker from presumably B&Q. Well, that's uh,
0: from Wix, actually. Was it but, Wix? Uh, right. Uh, we didn't uh, get round to using um, the, the doors that I'd uh, fished out of a skip earlier that day. Right, OK. Uh, so they were shoot
1: doors? Um, yeah. that could Anything yeah. could have happened with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, that, there was something you didn't use as well, that uh, Grant, uh, the Dark Fruits Daddy, Showed me a picture of a polystyrene ball with loads of skewers stuck in it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that didn't, yeah, that didn't work out, did it? Save yeah, that for next time.
0: Because. Of death. Ashley Clements has asked, are we going to get more death matches at Good. I'm not in a rush to do any more death matches. We're not going to get a tournament um, of death? No, there's not going to be a good tournament of death, no. I mean,. Um, I mean, I. I you know, so we've talked about death matches a lot on this podcast. Yeah. Um, you and I have differing um sensibilities when it comes to uh the, the more extreme yeah ends of ends of wrestling um, i'm not a huge fan of them having said that you know i think that sort of stuff in dramatic moments can you know add to the entertainment add to the tension yeah it's got to be used great. at the right time um like i think Fight Club Pro, this weekend, presenting presumably a death match. Yeah. um, It's the first time that it really, really makes sense for them to be doing one. Yeah. I don't know,
1: maybe the first one
0: did. um,
1: Because a lot of people forget that the the first one was not supposed to have Ricky Shane Page and Drew Parker in it. Sure. It was supposed to be Havoc and Margera against CCK. And that was an ongoing thing at the time. Yeah. Um, so, And given that Chris Brooks and Clint Margera Had done kind of hardcore matches before That kind of made sense Last year's, yeah, I would agree Last year's was just Death House for the sake of Death House
0: It's an exhibition, isn't it?
1: Yeah, whereas this year's, it does make sense um, And sometimes it, like, I would say uh, I watched a bit of the the Nick Gage Invitational today uh, I watched the first mm-hmm. two uh, quarterfinal, uh, semi-final matches of that That kind of makes sense to me as a whole show of death matches Because that's nick gage's thing um but if you were to just do a whole show of death like tournament of survival that they do um or tournament of death um just doing that regularly just is makes no sense to me but yeah if if used for the proper reason i can't see why you can't do another one but it would dilute them to do them too often
0: yeah i'm not in any rush
1: well I Put mean you, you could always the uh shows down the road at Newport Pagnall don't have a promotion name on. You could just nail good onto that. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, I could. Yeah. Um I don't think good would be a way to describe the show. <laughs> so I'm not sure that'd be completely fair. Yeah. Um Yeah, so it's it's a thing that we did. It's not a thing that I am going out of my way to pursue. Um Going forward, now, or even in the past,
1: do we we talked before about um, adult shows? Uh, I think mm-hmm. we we talked last time out when I talked about going to uh, Win in the pub garden, um, yeah. And we talked about how good is it's it's not uh, an over eighteen show, um, okay. but it it is advised for adults. Now, yeah. with the benefit of hindsight. Um, mm-hmm. do you think perhaps it was unwise to do a death match on a show with two eight-year-old girls in the front row?
0: I think it was unwise for the people who bought those eight-year-old girls to put them in the front row.
1: Is the right answer?
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, we, we, we get questions online about whether our show is suitable for kids and our answer is always, you can bring kids, but there will be fat, bad language and there will be violent action and it's uh, completely at your discretion
1: and to be fair Um, these kids i don't want to say too much but it they looked like
0: they weren't strangers to this kind of thing no they were feral yeah um (laughs) they were feral but they were well into the whole show they were having a banging time um and yeah i get i i understand the question but what am i what am i supposed to do (laughs) blindfold them like, what? but what am, I, what am I supposed to do? Like, we go, oh, we're not doing the death matches to eight-year-olds. Yeah. It's... Or am I supposed to tell the eight-year-olds to go outside? Yeah. Um, To their credit, I, Brooks and Charlie did their light tube stuff up on the stage. Yeah, away from um, them. Which was, yeah, away from the children. Yeah. I mean, having said that, some of the um, more gruesome spots that they did do were right in front of them. <laughs> yeah, the skewers um, were right there yeah right in front of them yeah um it's a weird one like I I had my eye on those kids the whole night not in a weird way (laughs) um and it was something I was sensitive about but what are you gonna do at the end of the day it's our show not their show yeah so they've come to watch our show and their parents have come to watch our show and if their parents decide not to bring them back next time that's probably a sensible parenting decision. <laughs> um, if if I'd watched that, I'd be like, maybe, maybe when they start smashing glass on each other, <laughs> that's not. Yeah, it's like I, right. I can't watch uh, Game Changer stuff
1: around my door. No, uh, mainly because Kevin Gill keeps just dropping the F bomb. Yeah,
0: um,
1: but also because Nick Gage is is just not safe for children.
0: Yeah. All, all this being said, though, I mean, I've got no problem with somebody deciding that they, that they want their chi- like they they're happy to expose their children to this stuff. Yeah, like you know, it's not deviant. No, like it's not like we're like, anybody on that show is expressing views that are completely abhorrent. Well, it's it, a bit of violence. It, if anybody like, was,
1: it was it was their great granddad. Well, yeah, um, like just with his virulent hate speech against uh,
0: people who were balding.
1: <laughs> i mean i'm not balding myself um no but you know i can walk a mile in their shoes
0: no you've got thick cop hair
1: i have um yeah you know it's it just you, you can't tolerate it mate you can't tolerate it
0: yeah but yeah i mean like i say i don't i don't think that it is a sh- it's a show where there is some bad language and it's a show where there's some violence but it's not a show where anybody's making any um Controversial political statements, and it's not a show where um, anybody is being sexist or homophobic. I think no. that stuff is way more damaging to children than seeing somebody get bumped on some chairs. Yeah,
1: and the goodie one. So yeah, yeah. Um, so one last thing about the light tubes, uh, about the uh, death match. Ian Hamilton uh, wants to know what made what would make more mess: those light tubes or flakes flakes. Yeah, cuz they'd melt, wouldn't
0: they? Yeah, they would melt instantly and there would yeah. be you couldn't just get some trainees to sweep it up.
1: Yeah. I was watching that uh the Nick Gage Invitational today and at the end of the first match which had loads of light tubes in um oh, it took ages to clear up between matches. Uh, a guy got in the ring with a hoover strapped to his back and hoovered the ring.
0: Perfect. He looked
1: like a ghostbuster.
0: Yeah. I mean, we were I think we were underprepared for the um the death match i went to the venue and asked for as many brooms as they had yeah um and, and they and they provided them um how many did they have thing, i think four or five wow it's a lot of brooms um and but one thing i did forget to bring was some kind of gloves for referee right Hugh.
1: yeah he got some drawing pins in his hand when yeah, he was well, counting I got some drawing
0: pins in my butt when i went upstairs to talk to everyone after the show
1: well that's just how you roll
0: Somebody, somebody pulled some. I mean, you know, I, 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 I don't. Somebody had pulled some drawing pins out of their body and put them on the surface with the pins pointing up. And oh, I sat on that surface, mate. You What's need, that? You
1: need to get tested.
0: Well, I didn't want to say that. but yeah. you, you have said it.
1: Yeah, it's so like that time that I went to Lucha Britannia with stereo mic, and he got really worried that some of 2 Guerrero's blood had got in him. <laughs> <laughs> i mean you would yeah you I would think that's
0: a risk I yeah think
1: that's a um, risk. so richard boyden says mm-hmm. um do you think it devalues the title to change it twice in one night i mean i'm gonna say before you even answer i don't but what's your take on it
0: i don't No. i get it i get the question like and i get the sort of you know the like the theory behind that but Like that would like it would be a problem if we'd changed it a bunch already. Changing it twice in one night isn't the issue. Changing it with like um, so little importance being placed on it or changing it month every month on month, that's when it becomes an issue. Yeah. Changing it twice in one night, that's because it's the gimmick that we've done for that night. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's the story we've told that night.
1: Yeah, and also, if... Brooks won it from an unprepared Beano. Yeah. And so, the the first title change really doesn't count, in a way, if you see what I mean. Yeah. The, it, all it was there for was to set up the second one. So, yeah. So, no, Richard Boyden. Yeah. Wind your neck in. Yeah. Um, so, uh... a couple of other things happened. I want to I big up uh, somebody making their official good debut um, because I didn't see the uh, interval match at Goodstock, so it doesn't count. Um, Tim Lee, I thought he did a bang-up job as the lumberjack singular, um, although you did forget to give him a checkered shirt.
0: I don't think that. I think that's a, a um, WWE fabrication for lumberjack matches. I don't think that the lumberjack matches need to wear a lumberjack shirt.
1: Well, I think he did ask Dan Brody, our friend Dan Brody, who was wearing a check shirt, um, if he would hand it over. Uh, but Dan was was not willing to give over his shirt to a sweaty fat man.
0: I think that's reasonable. Yeah,
1: um, And then he wrestled in the uh, the Scrambo immediately afterwards. Um, yeah. And I've got to say, we, we joke a lot on this podcast about me making a comeback. I don't need to. Tim Lee is doing everything that I would do if I wrestled anyway. So <laughs> just go and
0: see Tim Lee. You know? Yeah, just go see Tim Lee. You don't need to look at Alan. No,
1: um, And just imagine uh, me when you look at Tim Lee. And that goes imagine for everybody. Imagine
0: Tim Lee with darker hair.
1: Yeah um and that's that's pretty much me so
0: yeah yeah tim tim did a good job yeah. tim i think he's a he's a, he's a good egg and he worked really hard with the stuff that we asked him to do yeah um i think he's a he's a he's a fun personality and he does stuff that somebody of his body type you wouldn't expect that that uh, that um dive to the outside. For, well from the turnbuckles yeah was stupid yeah um and uh because he'd done a dive he'd done a like a turnbuckle spot on that um on that interval match yeah he did like a coffin drop
1: right because he um, he does kind of that in the ring doesn't he when he, he shapes up for uh a standing moonsault and then yeah. he just falls backwards
0: yeah he just kind of does a on. Yeah. yeah um but he did. A, he did a flip, didn't he? So yeah, um, yeah. I liked him. I, I'm sure you will see more of him, probably. Yeah, he um, was. We d-
1: he was part of our crew for the uh, pub car park wrestling as well, wasn't he?
0: Oh, he was well into it. Yeah, yeah he was
1: loving it. And then did did a death match of his own. Um, so yeah, it's all death matches these days. All death matches. So and then really one last nice. thing, um, Shrek.
0: Yeah. What about Shrek? Ian, Shrek appeared on your show. <laughs> yeah he did um so uh about two weeks ago speedball mike bailey put out a thing on twitter saying if i get a thousand likes on this tweet i will wrestle in full shrek cosplay probably um and then he got over two thousand tweets and i responded saying i will book this yeah um and that was a joke my tweet was a joke but adam had decided that's what we were doing (laughs) yeah so um like, Adam had been sort of playing with it. Um, and I just assumed, like, yeah, well, we're not actually going to do that. Um, but it turned out that um, <laughs> that Mike Bailey had got a Shrek costume made up, <laughs> um, had purchased a bunch of green face paint, yep. and was ready. He was ready to do it. <laughs> so we, um, we actually went ahead with the advertised uh, Curtis Chapman Speedball Mike Bailey match, yep. but with the uh, Shrek wrinkle added to it.
1: And Curtis Chapman uh, did a very good job of of seeming uh, embarrassed to be in the situation of wrestling Shrek, yeah. um, which was very very good on his part. He's he's got a, a talent that lad for that.
0: Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he's he really has sort of um, uh, acclimated himself with the good fans. Yes, I think like and um, has had a good couple of shows. Yeah, they've um, taken to him as a does. good
1: guy as well, rather than a, a bad guy, yeah. which he is mostly everywhere else. And he's well, a great. No, I mean it's
0: a it's a mix. He's still a good guy in Rev Pro. Is oh, that doesn't count though? No, does it? I mean, but that's his main his main squeeze. Isn't is it, it? really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess Riptide's kind of yeah superseded that, but um, yeah, Rev Pro's like his main his main home. Yeah. Um.
1: But yeah, he's, he, yeah, he's I, done really well. But um, yeah, Shrek was, was quite something. If nothing else, um, we got to hear the banger that is Smash Mouth All-Star.
0: Yeah, we did, yeah. yeah. Um, always a pleasure. A song that I've never knowingly played myself, but do know all the words to. Yeah, of course. So it's weird. It's, um, it's a weird one. Though. And we were
1: chatting about this at uh, uh, Progress last week, and uh, I did say to you that I don't even think it's Smash Mouth's best.
0: No, well, of course you don't. You're always going to be um, some kind of contrarian. Well, you?
1: Walking on the Sun is, is a, a nice song. So um, write in with your favourite Smash Mouth song. Um, yeah. And uh, we will just forget that we ever asked it and wonder why you're telling us that you like Smash Mouth. Um, yeah. So that's kind of it, really. Oh, do you know what? Let's, let's do it. Lewis Matson. It's the second time they've asked this question. Mm. Um, tell Bannum or Matthew Brooks uh tell yeah um we like both uh from the one time that we've seen both um yeah. but uh yeah yeah we like tell more i think didn't we
0: yeah we've seen we've seen them both once i like the tell i think he's a i think he's a very good bad guy um matthew brooks has definitely got something but it feels like a a, a gimmick that can only really go so far do you know what I mean? Yeah, and
1: All if right. Lewis Matson is listening and knows Tel Bannham or Matthew Brooks or is Tel Bannham or Matthew Brooks, <laughs> um, then just fill a car, get down to Walton Lo- yeah, yeah, We'd yeah. love like to see on you on now. a on a good show, but you need yeah. to fill a car. Yeah. Get that big Joe fella; he's apparently quite good.
0: Yeah,
1: don't get Big T because he would fill the car on his own.
0: Yes, he would. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, so yeah, another good show. Next one is in two months. Um, that's right yeah so new champion
0: going into it um who who knows what will happen with that who knows yeah um lots of uh lots of intrigue there yeah um but yeah that's that's november 23rd that's called problems posing as solutions yeah
1: and this one won't be a mystery show
0: no um, this will be an actual show yeah and we'll see if we can actually deliver a whole card this time I, um, I do think this envelope deal has to be a yearly thing well we'll see we'll yeah. see you know, you need yeah, your yearly I mean, we staples. Only, well, the thing is, we only run six shows, uh, seven shows with yeah. the um, with the double show. Um, so, you know, where do you, where do you fit your regular things in? Well, if you want to do regular things, we'll work that
1: out. We'll brainstorm a calendar for
0: you. Sure, thank you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a fun one. I, I enjoyed it on the whole. <laughs> yeah. I I actually, you know, it's something we haven't really touched on but um part of me actually revels in these issues yeah it, it's funny sort of that we we I'd already made up the poster and everything for the next show um and the title is problems posing as solutions there you go um, uh and it's kind of like solutions posed as problems yeah sometimes with with good um we quite often have have hiccups or hurdles that we need to overcome and it forces like that little spark of of um creativity and and hopefully you can do something fun
1: yeah well um, i bloody enjoyed it mate so you know um I, I am a a not an unbiased observer but i will tell chris if uh something doesn't work i mean he hates me yeah. for it um, spits at me in the car, um, but yeah, I will. Or I tell you to mind your own business. Well, like yeah, I did you, last week. You did send me a text um, that said, "Mind your own business, Alan." And I was—I <laughs> knew you were under a bit of pressure, but it did hurt, Chris. It did hurt. It stung a little bit.
0: Yeah. I, look, I, I apologize. You did. I apologize. You did.
1: Um, so yeah, we'll be back at some point. Um, probably this well, weekend. maybe this
0: weekend. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, if, we'll get um, to
1: Wolverhampton somehow,
0: one way or another.
1: Yeah. Um, and we'll, we'll go and see a bit of Fight Club Pro. Um, yep. and then, yeah.
0: Then go from there. We'll yeah. see what happens. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. Um, uh, thanks for supporting good wrestling. If you're going to do that, um, maybe you'll go on our VOD, uh, when the show drops and, and give us some more of your money. Um, and thanks for listening to this podcast. Join us on the Facebook group. Cause that's where all these questions came from today. Um, and you know you obviously are interested in chocolate, or else why would you be listening to this podcast? <laughs> I'm, um, gonna, I'm gonna but... tuck
1: into my misshapes tonight, mate.
0: Yeah, okay. I, I might eat a chocolate raisin. Oh, don't have those at Cadbury World, do they? Well, uh, I mean, um, no, I guess not. No,
1: they don't do a medley, do they?
0: No, they should do. <laughs> um, but until next time, go to bed. To We had joy, we had fun, we had seasons in the sun of the hills that we fly, those are seasons out of time All our lives we had fun, we had seasons in the sun of the world that we meet, those are starfish on the beach